Hello and welcome to the Faith and Family Matters podcast, where we talk about issues that strengthen our faith and build stronger family connections. Please join us for today's podcast with our host, William Hemphill II, Pastoral Counselor. Hello, 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 everybody. This is William Hemphill, pastoral counselor, and I want to talk for a few minutes about a subject today. And that subject is, did God call you to adopt? Or did God call me to adopt? Did God call you to adopt children? The premise from this is that I saw an article recently. I was searching in the group, and this article was entitled, God Called Me to Adopt. Now, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to read the article, but I read a lot of the responses to the article within the community. So in the community, there was an adoptee who had expressed horror at the topic that a person would feel like they were called by God to adopt. What they were in essence saying is that How dare someone have the nerve to take a child away from their family of origin or what we call their birth family? And so not only to add to that, but then to say that God called and justified it. There were other people who responded to the article expressed that they had adopted specifically at the request of the birth mother of the child. Maybe the child was an infant and the birth mother felt like that they couldn't take care of the child and so they found a home. Now what was also interesting about that response was that there was no mention of the birth father. But that's another separate issue in adoption, fathers and their rights. But as I began to navigate through this myriad of feelings, I began to think about some things as an adoption counselor and as an adoptive parent. Specifically, I think there are some things that potential adoptive parents need to know if they want to adopt children from the foster care system. Another way of saying it is things to understand if you feel like that God is calling you to adopt. First thing is this. Most children that are adopted do not have much of a choice in the matter. They're either taken away as infants or maybe something has gone on in the home in DFAC's Department of Family Children's Services, that's what the term here in Georgia, will come and have to remove children from the home, so on and so forth. These children usually do not have a choice in the matter. In addition to that, they often feel powerless, especially if they're foster children, when they're moved from home to home to home, based on different circumstances. With that soft shuffling, I should say, shuffling and constant displacement, comes an inability to form 
healthy attachments in relationships. Think about that for a moment. If you start to build an attachment with somebody, then all of a sudden you're ripped away. You go to another place and you start to build an attachment and love with somebody and then you're ripped away never to see them again. And this happens several times over and over again. You eventually are going to have a hard time attaching because you are guarding your heart. In the minds of a lot of these children, they're saying that this isn't permanent. So why should I risk my heart even to be attached? Why should I risk my love to come out to you? Because this isn't permanent. They're guarding their hearts because of the constant displacement that comes. So for parents, one of the things you need to understand is that when children do come to your home, don't expect that you will be immediately received as this wonderful parent. Don't expect the children that come to your home to be thankful for all the provisions and the nice home that you've given them. Don't expect them to express all of this gratitude because they have come without their choice and in many cases have often been taken away involuntarily from people that they love. Even if the relationship is not perfect. Number two or second. Understand that in adoption there is a level of grief that children will face. Actually, to tell you the truth, in many cases, there's grief on most both sides between the adoptive parents or foster parents and the children. Grief is the natural response to loss. Grief is the natural response to loss. So in the case of when a loved one dies and you see people crying or sad or silent or sometimes angry or different things, that is part of the response to the fact that they've lost connection with that loved one and they won't see him again on this side. The same thing happens to our children. They have experienced loss. Children in the foster care system have lost their families. They've lost mothers. They've lost fathers. They've lost grandparents. They've lost sisters. They've lost brothers. They've lost cousins and so forth. They've lost friends. They've lost communities. And in some cases, they may never get to see these people again. So if I would summarize it then, getting adopted can be in many ways like death. Death to a child's hope of having connection with their old birth family. And so our children then experience grief and loss and they will react to that. That gets me to point number three. Because many children, especially when they're younger, are unable to express their loss verbally, they will often do it through behaviors. Have you ever wondered why your adopted child throws a severe temper tantrum when you ask them to, I don't know, do the dishes? 
Have you ever wondered why your child might just have an outburst in the store when you tell them no, they can't have a toy or a piece of candy or something like that? These are some of the behaviors that show up due to that grief, loss, and trauma. The pain that is in their souls gives them, shall I say, a lesser ability to manage emotions. And so when these emotions come up, our children react. Now, especially if they are unable or have an inability to express those thoughts and those feelings verbally, they will come out through behaviors. They will come out in angry outbursts. They will come out in sadness and silence and distance. They may come out Hopefully not, but it may come out in cutting, doing something to cut to numb the behaviors or to numb the pain that's going on inside of them. So because our children are in many cases unable to express their loss or their grief verbally, they'll do it through behaviors. And that's why, personally, I think it's so important to find an adoption competent therapist who works with children, grief, loss, and trauma. It's one of the reasons I have become an adoption competent therapist, to help families walk through what I have lived through myself as an adoptive parent. Number four, or finally, understand this. It will take a different skill set to become an adoptive parent. It takes a different skill set to become an adoptive parent. We can't always parent like our neighbors or like our parents parented us or different things like that. Understand that either your foster or adopted children already know or will find out that you're not their biological parents. I say we'll find out because many times people are adopted as infants and sometimes we have this misconception that because we've adopted someone as an infant that they're not going to want to know their identity and so we keep the family secret. But that inevitably does harm to the child. I actually remember hearing a story while I was in training class talking about someone who had been in the family for many years, they thought they were, I believe it's their father's biological child. And what happened at the father's funeral, somebody said something, and that's how they found out that they were adopted. They found out when they were an adult. And had to go through the grief, the loss, the searching for the identity, the wondering who they were, the pain of why didn't you tell me this. All of those things had to occur at that point. Sometimes we fool ourselves, but we are not doing our children a service by hiding the information from them. Especially in the age of social media. I guarantee you there is a relative looking for 
their siblings or their child or so on and so forth. I can tell you that personally. One of my children's siblings actually found out where they were through a newspaper article that was about me in a town. Now, he didn't know that we were in this town or anything, but he was constantly searching. And so he found out and found where they were. Now, naturally, we navigated that and we worked through things to help make good connections, and I am very grateful for that. But I just say that to emphasize the point. There is somebody looking, and if you're trying to, for lack of a better term, not tell the story of how you became a family to your children so they can fully embrace it, then it's going to come out in another way. If you have adopted cross-culturally, I also say it is your responsibility as a parent to be sure that your children have some exposure to the culture in which they came from. Cultural connection is important because it is also a part of identity and allowing our children to foster a sense of identity and who they are. As an adoptive parent, we also have to be willing to provide the therapeutic treatments our children need as we navigate through trauma. Depending on the situation, your children may have experienced neglect and or abuse. The neglect and or abuse, depending on what kind it is, can cause developmental, developmental delays in children. Understand that your child may not quite, quote-unquote, at their age due to the developmental delays and the traumas that have been experienced. So I will say this in closing. If you are willing to walk through these processes that I've talked about, Understand these processes and get the necessary support for your children and yourself and can continue to love them through the process. Then I would say that adoption is a great reward. I can speak to you from experience in that matter. My wife and I adopted three children. Would I trade my experiences for anything? No. Was it always easy? Definitely not. Were there times that I thought I was crazy to even consider this? Yes. Did they find ways to get on my nice nerve? Often. Did they challenge me to look at my stuff and work on my issues? Definitely. Uh-huh. But were there also great rewards? Yes. There is nothing like seeing my children grow and mature into the beautiful young men and women that they are. That, for me, is one of the greatest blessings I could experience and have experienced. Parenting is not easy. 
parenting children who are in foster care takes another skill set. But you can do it. So when we ask the question, did God call me to adopt? I just want you to keep these things in mind. To learn how to better equip yourselves. So you can have a successful adoption. Build successful attachment and love with your children. And build a wonderful family where our children can grow and thrive. This is William Hemphill. Pastoral Counselor, thank you so much for listening to us today. Have a good day. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. We hope that the show has been a blessing to you. If you would like more information on personal counseling, couples counseling, adoptive family counseling, or other products and services, please go to fefeonline.org. For questions about the show, please email us at faithandfamilymatterspodcast at gmail.com. 